Welcome to episode 173 of Kapowcast. Yeah! Oh, shit. It's 4th of July. It is. I just let off a firecracker. USA! 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 What you gonna do, brother? Oh, no. (laughs) This show got really off the rails super quick. (laughs) So, I I am Mike. Shut up, Jeff. Sorry. (laughs) So sorry. Shit. Gosh. Welcome. Hi, Mike. Shut up, Jeff. I'm Dad. <laughs> I am Mike, and joining me today is Tony Vance. Hi. A very patriotic Jeff Jefferson. Greetings. And once again, gracing with his presence, the beast, John Lesnar. You're going to cash in? Yeah, uh, you know, I got my boombox uh, money in the bank here. <laughs> today, we are going to be reviewing All-American Hero Spider-Man. I thought he was going to say Jesus. Far From Home, a new movie out this weekend. Well, last weekend. Well, Tuesday. Tuesday. No, it's coming out tomorrow, so it's this weekend. You're right. Holy shit. We're getting it in under the wire. But first, let's talk some some news. Yeah. And I think the biggest bit of news this week is, unexpectedly, it was announced that Robert Kirkman was wrapping up The Walking Dead. One ninety three, the <laughs> final issue, one issue after the uh, spoiler alert demise of Rick Grimes. Wow! You know, he always said he wanted to wrap it up at exactly the one ninety three mark. He did. He did. That was his dream. I thought it was. I always thought it was two hundred <laughs> that he wanted to. No, no, no. He wanted three hundred actually. Oh, really? He, he wanted. He wanted to, to tie it, it in with three hundred. In fact, yeah, the, uh, the, the other comic, yeah, yeah. the Frank Miller three hundred, mm-hmm. yeah. Nothing here is real. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly though, he did say he would love to get up to three hundred. And uh, he just realized, he was like, no, nah, nah. I'm just being a dead horse at this, <laughs> at this point for 50 issues. And then he was like, he listened to the Kapowcast episode and, and said, you he know said what? That John makes a lot of good points. He's very mean, but he, he's, he's very an fair. asshole. Uh, you know, but. If you want to blame anyone for this series being canceled, you can blame John Bruski. Yeah. He said uh, he's willing to sponsor Kapowcast if uh, you guys permanently ban me. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We got a sponsorship, guys. Yeah. John, I need just, you to leave. Yeah, Robert Kirkman, uh, Effective immediately. Unfortunately, John Lesnar has. A very strict contract. <laughs> He's a real shark, man. Allows him yeah. ever so many appearances. So we have to adhere to that. It's true. Once his contract renews up, everybody's going to speculate he'll move on. But <laughs> and then he'll just stick we'll, around. We'll get him to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> we always do. Um, it was very random. It like, was like it, I feel like he listened to the fan uh, response. I feel like you know, or maybe he just realized that he wasn't having fun with it. The money wasn't really worth it. He's already really rich. I'm assuming, at least hopefully. I think it's all of the above a little bit. Yeah. He wrote in the back of it his own like six page letter, basically thanking and uh, just talking about it and how he didn't expect it to run. It honestly felt like Kirkman in the beginning of Walking Dead, uh, like right before he started getting into the, like you could tell he's just kind of hating the fans at a moment and mm. he's just like done with it. Fans are the worst. Oh yeah, yeah for sure, man. Especially like <laughs> any like hardcore. Um, yeah. Diet. Yeah, die hard for sure. For sure. Um, He did in an interview, he did reveal like what his original plan ending was, which was apparently shortly after they arrived to Alexandria and Rick's giving a big speech about how, you know, they can't just keep going on the road. They have to settle. They have to build something somewhere. And the plan was for him to do that speech. And then like you turn the page and then it'd be like the same kind of shot, but it would be a statue. Yeah. And it would like slowly pan out and you'd see like there's a statue of Rick and it's kind of cracked. And as it pans out more, you see vines. And as it pans out more, you see Alexandria run down and there's zombies you know, walking around signifying that there was a form of life that was settled that was settled there. But in the end, like even if they were there for a long time, in the end, the dead still wanted to go over. But he was like, ah, that was too bleak. Oh, that ending's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh, that would have been great. 
great. That's a pretty awesome ending. I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah, man. He yeah. felt it was too uh, too dark and come on. So it turned out it was all a dream. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Um. I mean, does anybody care? I don't I mean, care. I mean, <laughs> so if you haven't read the last issue of Walking Dead, uh, fast earmuffs. Forward. Yeah. Earmuffs. Yeah, right. Uh. So it picks up sometime in the future. Rick or not Rick. Uh, <laughs> Carl and what was her name? Sophia. Sophia. Go yeah. on their hover packs. Are married and they have a kid and. Uh, Carl is reading her kid a story. She's like, oh, this is about your grandpa, you know, Rick, everything he did. And you kind of find out where all the characters at. Uh, it's kind of weird. Like Michonne's a judge. Yeah. Yeah. So the beginning of it, it's the only one here. Actually. I, yeah. Yeah. I actually, I, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to read this. Yeah. Even though I, I'm like 60 issues behind. Uh, and it starts out, Carl sees a walker come up on his place and he's like, what the fuck? And he kills it. And he's like, how did a walker get through here in the safe zones and blah, blah, blah. And Sophia and him are married and they have Andrea, their daughter. And they're something, you know, they talk about it and come to find out it's Herschel, who is uh, Maggie's son. And Maggie is the president. Mm-hmm. And Maggie's son, Herschel, not to get confused with her dad, Herschel, mm-hmm. he does a traveling sideshow with walkers. And apparently in this seems dangerous. It, yeah, right. <laughs> and in this uh, uh, future, walkers are really expensive to get a hold of and they're considered property. And so... <laughs> Uh, oh, that's problematic. Carl, Carl gets uh, not arrested, but he gets taken into town because of destruction of property. That's not his. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's an interesting concept. And so it's like the Wild West. Again, it's kind of cool, kind of weird. And, uh, you know, they go through all of this and basically they're like, hey, the judge says, and it's not Michonne yet. That's later on. Judge says, you know what? I'll look over this. You just get him another walker. And Carl's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> he was like, I know it's it's in the future where everyone feels safe. He's like, but I lived out there with these things, you know, and he, he puts up, he brings up a valid point about like, it's weird how now society's gotten to a point where we use these things as amusements and he, he's basically like refuses it. So the next, next part of it, Herschel goes up to his cart. Some kids like Herschel, Herschel, you know, something happened and it shows his cart and all the rest of the walkers are dead in it. And Carl killed him. So, <laughs> and then they, they take him basically in front of, the what would be considered, I guess, like the federal judge who's happens mm-hmm. to be Michonne. And uh, she doesn't go by Michonne. She goes by her Judge Hughes. Yeah, or something I think like so. That? Yeah, I forget what There's her name. There's something with an H. Yeah. And Ratchet. Judge Ratchet. Yep. They, they go, uh, go in front of her and she explains, you know, like obviously Carl gets off and she's just like from here on out. She's like, Carl brings up a valid point. We shouldn't be using these things as amusements and yada, yada, yada. And so she bans that all. So then they're back in the chambers and she's just talking to him and mentions how Michonne's gone now and that was a different person in the past. And so she kind of picked up back her life after her. she took back her ex-husband's last name and uh, she was like, you know what, I wanted to pick up right before when my kids died and they died and and so she's moving on herself mm-hmm. and uh, pretty much at the end of it, it's Carl with little Andrea, not to be confused. <laughs> and uh, he's reading her the story of Rick and everyone in the book is basically like, oh, Rick Grimes, oh, your dad's Rick Grimes. Ah! You know, and they're going crazy about it. And uh, then, you know, he's like, hey, yeah, yeah. And you see all these other people throughout it, like mm-hmm. who survived, which is kind of cool. Like there's a thing with Negan, isn't there? Like, yeah, there's a very much like he leaves food for Negan all the time. And people are like, he's dead. He's, you know, he's dead. What are you doing? And uh, he's like, yeah, but someone takes the food and he never it's gets Santa Claus. <laughs> so Negan's a new Santa yes, Claus. Yes, he is. And so uh, the one panel show is just kind of like not a silhouette exactly, but kind of a guy in shadows grabbing the food in one panel. 
And then after you find it, like Kirkman wrote his letter, his PS is Negan lives. <laughs> and then he talks about how in order to make this book without people knowing that 193 was the last issue, they actually did fake concept art covers for the previews. Mm-hmm. So it looks like 94, 195 and 196 wow. were coming out. And in like 196 or something, they did a fake cover of what looks like alluded to Carl dying. Wow. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, yeah. actually. Like, it, it, I mean, this final issue, I know a lot of people said it was lackluster, but I really enjoyed it, actually. Well, I think it it's a good wrap all around. Yeah. yeah. I think here, like, I, we all actually, because I, I sent a link to all of you guys, we all read like the clip notes yeah. version, basically, of what happened. And we all were kind of like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, and, right. And we all yeah. felt it was kind of lackluster. And then after you explained that, I'm like, actually, no, that, no, that doesn't sound yeah. really all that bad. Like, I know uh, Maggie apparently is the president. Yeah, she's Madam President. Yep. Which that was yeah. a little weird to me. I was like, a woman president. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the day. I was like, but I was just like, oh, that seems, that seems so like tacked on. Yeah, like, right. Like, oh, yeah, and Maggie's they, president. Like, yeah, right. all the oh, people hey. in the world, and the, the Maggie in this one group was is now, you know, a leader. Uh, yeah. It's kind of crazy if you think about it, though. That, that series ran for 16 years. That Whoa. blows my mind when he said that, too. He's like, I can't believe 16 years and 10,000 people working on four shows for it. I was like, holy shit, Four man. shows? Yeah, that's what I said, too. I yeah, because they're doing, they have, like, Walking Dead. I know there's Fear, Fear the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. And then they're doing, like, a couple. Don't like, Fear the Walking <laughs> Dead. They're doing a couple miniseries oh, that yeah, will have right. Andrew yeah. Lincoln's Rick Grimes character in it. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't want to watch any of that. Which what's funny is, is <laughs> people are saying that, like, the Walking like, because we stopped watching The Walking Dead a long time ago, and now people are like, you know, The Walking Dead not that good but fear the walking dead has gotten really good and like we watched one episode of fear the walking dead and we we're like this is shit yeah. <laughs> and we the never trailer it for it looks so bad where they're all in a big circle and like but, oh it looks so hopefully. i mean maybe it would be something to give it a shot again because like at least in that sense you're not tied down to the yeah comic right book continuity. No, you're not in the yeah, world you can in have, a comic book yeah. you can have an entirely new love triangles yeah. and characters that should have died a long time ago sticking around here too <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe i'm being a little cynical you <laughs> No, never, <laughs> never. But yeah, all the mouth breathers grabbed up all the copies of it and started Including selling it on you. eBay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I. Uh, They're already on eBay. Oh yeah, yeah. No, seven hundred dollars. People yeah, like that much. disgust me. Yeah, I know. You you sent me a text and you were like, if you plan on getting it, don't even bother. I was like, yeah. I I worked the morning. I didn't get off till one thirty. I knew there was no sh- chance in shit in hell. Yeah, man. That I was getting I one s- of those. I stood next to a guy who literally was calling every comic shop on his phone while I was looking at the back issues or the new issues that came out for the week. I, and he's like, do you have it? No, thanks. Honestly, because no, thanks. they announced it the day before. Yeah. So if you didn't call your shop then, you weren't getting yeah. it. If it wasn't in your poll or... And that's children, why you should have a poll. <laughs> Lesson <laughs> learned. True. Suckers. I was um, like, oh, where are you looking for this book? Oh, this one that's in my hands right here? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did, uh, DestroyMyWalkingDead.com <laughs> I know I sent this uh, to you two in the, in the Kapowcast group chat on Facebook. Uh, but there was a recent article that came out that said George Perez's corporate clash over Superman. They made me not care. Really? Yes. So I, I didn't get to read it. Apparently, George Perez's time on the new 52 Superman was a nightmare for him. Really? And made him very unhappy. Um, That's a bummer to hear. Yeah. Is. George Perez is one of the greats, in yeah. my opinion. He, re- he just recently retired. Too. Yeah. I he says, uh, I think the only time I had any bitterness or uncomfortable feelings working was more recently because the fact the industry has changed so much and now it's corporate comics where sometimes being asked not to create comics, but to manufacture comics. Oh, he's like, that sounds that, about right. <laughs> yeah, right. He goes on to say, and that bothered me during my run on Superman, the new 52 Superman, it was a book being done by a committee. And I don't think I really got a chance to really create as opposed to, you know, follow the, what dictates uh, the, the mind or whatever. 
uh, like put your name on it. And yet they couldn't make up their minds what they wanted from day to day. Hmm. Uh, he says he would send the script and then they would do the editing and whatever changes and send it back to me until finally I just said, here's your script. However, it's printed, whatever the final product is. It's your job. It's the fans love it. Fantastic. My name's attached to it. If they don't like it, I can't help that, even though my name's still attached to it. Wow, man. That's sad. Yeah. I, that, I was going to say that reminds me more of Marvel. I, I had heard stories about like Marvel doing that yeah. where it got to the point where it was just like, uh, a lot of the writers and creators kind of being censored with a lot of their stuff. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, for the first time working in the industry, I didn't care. They made me not care. That Dang. is ter- yeah, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah, man. He says, I don't blame the people over at DC for it. They're following the dictates of Warner. Oh, son of a bitch. Has, that now has a much more hands-on policy. Wow. So Warner Brothers is dictating what DC does in their, in their writing now? Yep. And he says, like... Uh, Things there'd be contradictions about things that would happen mid story. Um, yeah, that doesn't surprise me, honestly. No, I mean, you heard that about Disney, yeah. yeah and he's, know. You know, he's such a class act, he even makes note how, like, he made sure that the entire time he was doing it, he would never say anything bad in the press and he never wanted to, you know, allude to anything, yeah. So. And, and George Perez, like, I've seen plenty of interviews with him, like, he just seems like a super sweet, yeah, guy, like, yeah, like he just seems like a genuinely nice guy. And a lot of these comic book artists are they, they're they're famous, but they're not famous to a point to where they're like, you know, dicks. Yeah. yeah they're, right. a, they're a humble bunch, I think, especially the really successful ones. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they know, you know, they never truly forgot where they came from. Yeah. The nerd hole. That's right. But it's, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy to hear that, like, just about, like, you know, uh, the new 52 and era comics that's, I don't want to say reviled, but it's very uh, divisive. Yeah. Yeah. I right? agree. Yeah. Too much paneling. But maybe, I don't know, I never read, like, any of the Superman stuff, so I don't know if... I liked the Rebirth more than I liked the new 52 Superman oh, really? stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They did a really good job with uh, the Rebirth stuff, and uh, it, it just didn't get the same amount of news, I guess. It, it yeah, Rebirth. I mean, Rebirth has Target commercials are crying yeah, out loud. Yeah. Or not Rebirth, New 52. New 52, yeah. yeah. New yeah. 52, that was a, that was a massive thing. That was a thing. huge yeah. launch, yeah. yeah and they were like, we're going to do it again, except we're going to call it Rebirth. And people were like, uh, <laughs> and then, come on, come on, come on. Well, I mean, that's when a lot of good writing happened. That's the sad thing. I was like, holy yeah. crap, man, there's a lot of good books. I mean, that Rebirth. was when Sinestro Core War happened uh, right before New 52. Mm-hmm. And I was so sad because there's so much cool plot development and like Blackest Night happened. Yeah. So many really pivotal and they're like, well, it'll still kind of be there. <laughs> the one thing that really fucked me up with New 52 was when they said that there was something, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was in reference to like Tim Drake. They were like, oh, well, he wasn't ever really a Robin, but yeah. he was like Red Robin. I'm like, no, no, what the fuck yeah. are you talking He was yeah. a Robin. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's what one of the things that I had a huge problem with is like, it's almost like when they, they try to, all right, let's streamline it. And then they make it more complicated. Yeah, somehow. exactly. Like, yeah. He still hasn't recovered from that. Yeah, like, I, he's, I feel like in modern media, like he's now like completely overlooked. Like you have I agree. Nightwing, you have Damien, Damien, and then you have Red Hood. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Jim Drake's just over here. I like they've even went back and said like, oh, well now he's Robin too. And yeah. like <laughs> his costume looks just like, you know, a normal Robin. It's like, well now you're just really making things stupid. Mm-hmm. They should have just you kept know, him Red Robin. Yeah, they should have just kept him Red Robin. His his uh, suit uh, in the new 52 was actually really awesome. I liked it a I lot. Do, yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Real quick, uh, I just want to go on record here. I don't think I'm breaking any news. I went to go see the Avengers re-release. And it didn't beat this, Avatar. This blitz effort they had to beat <laughs> Avatar. And I think it's going to be therapeutic because a lot of people might think that we were too kind to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Marvel Studios. Uh, this was like one of the cheapest fucking grabs <laughs> I have ever seen. Yeah, Like well, this well, was so shitty. What was in it? So... 
there's like a little intro from one of the Russo brothers. I don't know which one. Hey guys, well, this one yeah. goes out to my juggalos. And it's, like, uh, it's Vince, right? He's like, uh, just you know, you know, like thanking the fans and saying, you know, stay tuned for after the movie. You know, we got a special, you know, surprise thing for you. Surprise for you. It was the skinnier one. Oh nope, not Joe. Uh, Smitty, Smitty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smitty Russo. Smitty Russo. Yeah. So the the credits end. Avengers on a pole, man. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and he comes back and he's stark naked. <laughs> and, uh, he's Tony Stark. Naked. <laughs> he introduces some stuff like what's the, what's the coming. The first thing they show is there's like a really nice tribute to Stanley. This is all after the credits. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a really nice tribute to Stanley. It's like a minute and a half, two minutes of like behind the scenes stuff of all his cameos. Oh, and this and that. Cool. Like all kinds of cool stuff. Very sappy music playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like it ends and then it says something on the bottom. I can't remember, but it says something about blah, 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 Blu-ray. And I'm like, they just put a fucking Blu-ray feature. <gasps> they, just, they, just, they just tagged it out. Oh, wow. oh, that's awesome. But that's not even the, the biggest problem I have. Because then you get to the deleted scene, which is Hulk saving people from a burning building. First of all, I did laugh because one of the cops in it was, uh, what's his name, from Die Hard and Family Matters. <gasps> Carl Winslow? Carl yeah. Winslow? <laughs> yeah. So Why was, did they cut this? Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Man. But... Like the CGI wasn't even done. Yeah. So uh, Hulk looked very blocky. Really? And like his lips weren't even moving when he was talking. Uh, and like the sound wasn't mixed. So like Mark Ruffalo's voice was very kind of loud and like uh, uneven. It was just, I was like, this is leaving a bad taste in my no mouth. Shit. For what sure, a cash dude. grab. And then yeah. the uh, last thing, which this will work, was like the opening part of Far From Home right before the Marvel logo comes up. Are you serious? Which is like Maria Hill and, and uh, Nick Fury going to the desert. And, oh, wow. And that, and that was it. And I was just like, oh, man. That's was trash, like, man. Yeah. They could have at least put some cool stuff in there. Like, yeah, man. Because like, here's the thing. like, So they, they made this big to-do about it. Like, oh, we're, go we're going after Avatar. We're going to yeah. go. We're at, you know, deleted scene and we're at seven extra minutes. And then people like will go online the first day and see like what it is, and they're gonna go. I'm fucking going for that. Yeah, really? Like yeah. I wanted to see it again another time, anyways, and I had uh, free points to go see a free movie. Oh, nice. So like we just used it for that. So like I, I mean, in the end, I wasn't like mad that we went to go see it, but I was mad at the fact that this was like one of the cheapest attempts. Yeah, I yeah. think, and and. In a sense, I'm glad they didn't beat Avatar because yeah. it was a very half-hearted effort. Like, wow, Disney! They just kind of assumed, like, well, if we just do this, you know, in seven extra minutes, yeah, seven extra minutes of shit. So really? Is, so is it still out though? Does it still yeah. have a chance to beat? Avatar? I think it's still out right now. I don't know if it's going to be after this week. If we go out and watch it one thousand one thousand times, we can still. Uh... The other day, uh, yeah, I checked it on a uh, box office mojo, which is my uh, go-to site. Well, 23, it'd be 23 million. Doesn't the box office cut shrink after the first two weeks too? Like of what they get? Like yeah. The theaters get more than. Yeah. Every yeah. week, like the theater gets more and more. Yeah. So it's going to be hard. I, I, all right. So you said all that, but I will say one thing. At least there was seven minutes more and it wasn't a re-release, just not in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So there is that. Yeah. Avatar's at 2788. Avengers Endgame's at 2766. Oh God. It's so close. It's so it's so close. So close. But I mean, I feel like if they would have actually made it like did something, I don't know what. Put in a different ending. I'm sure they probably had different endings recorded. Oh, seriously. To uh, yeah. throw people off track. I mean, there was a lot of rumors going around when it was yeah. uh, getting ready to launch about um, different alternate parts. They see that's what they could have well, done. Like they told uh they told uh, Tom Holland at the end when they were all there for Tony Stark's funeral that they were filming a wedding. Oh, and, right. and, not, and not once did he ever wonder like where's Hey, it's weird. What's <laughs> where's with <the> Robert? <laughs> yeah. Where's the what's with the casket? <laughs> What a morbid wedding. It's a casket wedding. You guys never been to one? <laughs> if they had made it something worthwhile, like if it was like a, we have an end credit scene that will tease what's to come in Black Widow. Yeah. Like that yeah. would have brought people out. Or, you know, 10 minutes of uh, Far From Home or, you know, I don't know, something. Like if it was something like, 
uh, back in the day with the Dark Knight and then the 10 minutes before I am Legend. You know, mm-hmm. that was like six months out. Ugh. Like that, that was something I was like, I, that, <laughs> that got me to go see I am Legend. That's I the only like, reason I saw I am Legend. Yeah. I loved I am Legend. I'm like, I am Legend was a piece of I am shit. <laughs> <laughs> I never did see it. That fucking Dark Knight preview. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, speaking of Spider-Man Far From Home, we did all attend it and watch it at separate times. At separate times and separate no, seats. No, no, no. Me and John were together. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Emotionally. Yeah. Um, it was emotional. It was. This was. Uh, it was. It was kind of. Once again, it sucked because I kept seeing like people talking it up. I kept seeing people saying like best Spider-Man movie ever. <laughs> I uh, and shit like that. We heard a radio spot um, saying that Far From Home, the best super uh, superhero movie ever, even better than Endgame. <laughs> and me and Janelle looked at each other like, ah, I don't yeah. know. Like, that's, yeah. that's a big talk right yeah, there. That's a bold statement. Yeah, that's yeah. a bold statement, Cotton. Spoiler alert. I don't. I don't think so. No. Uh, what? I don't. I don't think it was better than Endgame. No. Are we sharing the thoughts already? I'm, 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 Is I'm, it better I'm, than Endgame? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. this one did not have 400 superheroes. I will. It. I will say that I. I thought it was better than Endgame. Really? Really? Yes. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. 100 percent serious. Wow. 100 percent serious. I thought it was uh, a worse than Endgame. <laughs> I thought it was maybe a hair better than uh, Batman and Robin. No, then uh, <laughs> then uh, Spider Man. Th- no, then uh, Spider Man uh, Homecoming. I was about to say, how long is he gonna go with it? I thought Spider-Man it was a hair, hair better than Homecoming. Like I thought, I feel like I I got the same amount of enjoyment out of it than I did the other. Um, I, I did like it better than Homecoming. I liked it a lot better than Homecoming. I think I liked it less than Homecoming. But here's the real question. I love Michael Keaton though. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Into the Spider Verse. Oh, oh see, I didn't like it as much as Ender. I loved yeah. Spider Verse. Me too. Absolutely Spider Verse was really, really, really it's good. It's hard to top that because I had literally so much fun watching that movie. Yeah. I watched it way too many times. Like we own it, and it just recently and came out on, on Netflix. Netflix, and we watched it on Netflix. It's on Netflix now too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to determine. This is going to say something. The fact that uh, I am a Mysterio Mark. Like, <laughs> I, I love Mysterio as a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way he was done was completely justified, and has given me scenes that i have waited since the sam raimi first spider-man to see yeah. oh yes. yeah i know exactly like, what i will about. agree the whole illusion fight with spider-man that was fucking probably awesome like, probably was, uh, probably yeah. in like the top three greatest fights yeah in like, they're, like the mcu in general i that, felt like i was reading a comic i know yeah, I, like that's that what made fantastic. me like go, oh man i i don't know and even how it, it ended was oh so great um, loved it there's never been a time in my life uh where i'm sitting in a movie and actually have a full-on orgasm Orgasm. Like, <laughs> that's what he said to me yeah. right like yeah like i just like the whole time i was just like i'm not kidding you can ask john i was convulsing with excitement i was just like oh my god oh my god oh my god and i was like and my pants are wet yeah. we were, i was like, i was like 100 in that scene i was like this was, is so fucking yeah, cool it was yeah. so crazy it, it really was, was so good probably so one of the good. greatest uh scene transitions from so, a uh, comic book of yeah. all time if not the greatest i did okay. i did feel like a kid i'm not gonna yeah. lie like i think that's why i just absolutely loved it like, like the giant mysterio punch yes. Like yes. all these, and he's growing and like yeah. his voice is changing yeah. and like dropping an octave. I'm just and like, yeah. There's, he's just talking down to him the entire time yeah. and messing with his head. Yes. Just perfect yes. stereo. Yes. I was yes. honest, yeah. I was honestly waiting for like Robert Downey Jr. to pop up during that. Oh, I know. Like, right. well, oh yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. That was great. Holy too. shit, that was scary. It was so dark. Yeah. Oh man. Um 
it was no portal scene from Endgame, but it was good. I yeah. <laughs> not, dude, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Even though it was my third time seeing Endgame, mm-hmm. I was still like slightly tearing up during the, the portal scene. I was like, fucking hey, oh, this scene sure. is still. And I even asked Steph when we were going there, I was like, are you, because this was her fourth time seeing it? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, are you going to cry again when Probably. Tony Stark dies? She was like, no, I should be good. No, <laughs> no, it's, no. it's so detrimental yeah. to the whole thing. And like, it's, a very, it's a big fucking deal. And it's a very huge <laughs> part in this movie. In yes. front of home. Like, yes. In a way, I thought it was cool. And I also thought it was like, well, that's kind of, you know, an obvious way to go in a sense of in movie one, all he wanted to do was be the big hero. Now in movie two, mm-hmm. he's like, no, 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 no. It's a friendly neighborhood spider. I don't want to do this. He got a big taste of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I thought like it was a really cool uh, switch. Switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Switcheroo. Yeah, it was it was a zero to 100 for Mr. Parker in this uh, MCU. It was a good character development. Uh huh. It was mm-hmm. it was a really uh, sink or swim kind of development, which is we, we you don't see it very often uh, in these movies. It's more of a like a build up. I would say I think in a big comparison. I was comparing this a lot last night. We last year we had Infinity War followed up by Captain Marvel uh, and Ant Man. Oh, was it Ant Man? Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyways, either way you look at it, like that's what I was worried about walking into this movie. I was mm-hmm. like, this thing's following Endgame. Mm-hmm. It was a really scary aspect for me, especially being a Spider-Man fan. And I think that's probably the other reason that like I just marked the shit out because it's been a long time coming where I've I've waited for Spider-Man to be done justice again. And Homecoming, like, was it was good. I, you know, I was I had my ifs, ands, and buts about it when I first seen it, but uh, with further show, further watchings, it would it kind of really kind of set itself for me. And then this one kind of was just the end all be all. Like, I was just I was totally floored through the whole entire movie. Yeah, I liked how they explained the blip. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that was so funny because there's a lot of people wondering, and like. I'm laughing. The Getty images. Uh, the Getty images. Yes. Yeah, the Getty images. Oh, the terrible. Yeah. The terrible. Like cropped photos. Yeah. The vision one was like super low quality. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, it was so beautiful. Oh man, that was some crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can't swear. It's the last day of school. <laughs> but I like like they show like the people that like blip during the game, and then they show people playing a game. And they blip <laughs> in, <laughs> in the middle, and, like, which furthers my question of like, what the fuck happened yeah. to people that were on planes? Yeah. Like just. Oh, they <laughs> fell. They fell and died. Yeah. I love this man it was so fun i didn't know what to expect i honestly wasn't expecting much i thought eh, it's probably gonna just it's gonna be all right and you know i'll probably laugh a little bit but oh dude and it did a great job of bringing back like it brought back memories of high school for me and just the awkwardness of you know that Absolutely. having a crush on a girl and you have this whole plan and your uh, and, and his buddy Ned, and that Betty Brant yeah, relationship, oh, that like, relationship it shows just how trivial like high school relationships oh, are oh, it was so like, great it was perfect I thought like oh we're boyfriend and girlfriend now <laughs> well, we broke up <laughs> we've grown from this relationship yeah. <laughs> loved it Absolutely. I like I liked how they uh, they grew the the supporting cast as well yeah like, like even Flash like yeah I, I've said it like I didn't li- I did not not like the Flash Thompson character in Homecoming, but this one I actually enjoyed him a lot more than I did in uh, the first one. Uh, not to, and finally, thank God they uh, grew uh, Betty too, because Betty Brant's probably one of my top favorite uh, side characters of Superman, uh, Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I do find a little. It's a little funny that like all of his friends pretty much disappeared. Yeah, yeah like, everybody Weird. disappeared. And I do think it's funny too. Like they brought up like when Aunt May, because I guess Aunt May was gone when she came back. There was other people living in the apartment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it yeah, brings right. up all these like weird situations that would uh-huh. have arise from that. Jeff, you're awfully quiet. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Reminded you too much of your childhood, right? right? 
Just going uh, no. over into Europe and having to save the day over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first 20 minutes, I uh, wasn't a big fan of. I was just waiting for the action to start, to be honest. Like, I'm not really a big fan of like high school drama in general or high school slice of life films. So it wasn't really up my alley. But after that, I thought it really got rolling and I enjoyed it quite a bit. I loved Mysterio in it. I thought he was fantastic. Jake Gyllenhaal killed it. Yeah, yeah he really did. He was great. I predicted the entire time what was going to happen from start to finish. So it made me feel really smart for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I loved what they did with Aunt May and Happy Hogan. That cracked me up a lot yes. all the uh, human interaction i really enjoyed i loved uh, what they did with uh, flash thompson mm-hmm. uh they humanized him quite a bit especially when he came back from his trip yeah and his uh, yeah. mom wasn't there to pick yeah. him up all that shit happens and his mom's yeah. too busy for him yeah oh. and it's like it really shows all the attention seeking behavior it makes sense yeah i hope that uh that gets elaborated on a little bit more and furthers his character towards his okay. spider-man home alone <laughs> <laughs> uh. where his mom forgot about it when they went on their uh, international trip <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then they died. Yep. <laughs> and he you, becomes Agent Venom. Yeah. Did you see that? That little uh, Easter egg? The, no, the Agent Venom like suit when he's looking through all the suits. On, oh, I oh, missed I didn't it. Even, no. Yeah, there was like the a- Agent Venom looking uh, inspired. I, I shouldn't say that it was, but you know, it looked you know, just like Agent when Venom. When that scene oh, came up when he was God. going through the suits, I'm like, shit, I got to look for something. But I just, I didn't have time to. I like, know. They yeah. did it really fast. Was, like, I only caught that one. I'm sure we'll catch uh, screenshots. Oh, oh yeah. Him oh, in yeah. future. It was kind of funny because we had noticed at one point, I remember we were sitting there and there was like people screen capping like. Hey, in the preview, uh, Peter Parker's wearing Tony Stark sunglasses. Yep. Yeah. And like, yeah. I thought it was just like, I didn't think that the sunglasses were going to be a major fucking plot point. Yeah, to the right? movie. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, Tony Stark endangers the population of the entire planet. <laughs> even after he's dead. <laughs> Got a point. Oh, uh, how do you guys feel like relating so strongly with Mysterio and his gang? Oh, uh, <laughs> for your hate for Tony Stark. Yeah. I've been manipulating people emotionally my entire <laughs> life. So, man, <laughs> <laughs> Doing the long con, baby. That was a really good long con. Yeah, What's was. really funny is right before that part goes down uh, and you see the reveal, Janelle leans over to me and she goes, I don't trust him. I go, don't trust him. <laughs> and then it just disappears. I go, see. <laughs> when uh, when the, Peter and, and him were having the conversation and he gets out the sunglasses and he starts, stuff like grabs you. She's like, don't do it. She's like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> what like, oh my God. She's like, what is he doing? Yeah, dude, I was, I was trying to keep calm because I, 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 I went with a different approach here. Uh, I did not tell Janelle all the backstory of Mysterio. <laughs> um, nice. So and, basically you didn't tell her anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Because like, uh, it, it, it occurred to me going into this movie probably two or three weeks out that um, when Winter Soldier came up, right, uh, through the trailers and everything, like if you're a, an average moviegoer, you had no idea the Winter Soldier was Bucky. Mm-hmm. And that was another time, like I just shut my mouth. Like I didn't say anything to hey, anybody. Hey, good for you, man. Nice. And man. and it was just, it was another one of those points that they were presenting Mysterio as this like helping hand in the fight of evil. And me being me, like I'm just like, no, you fucking liar. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're not fucking like, good. All the people at this table knew better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, like, it's it's really cool to kind of see that ex- experience with people mm-hmm. uh, just because, like, I forget a lot that there's people out there that aren't as big of comic book readers or in this world. They're a like, bunch of posers. <laughs> like I A bunch am. of filthy casuals. And mm-hmm. I, I hang out a lot with a lot of them. <laughs> um, and so to see that experience for them is something almost grandiose. It's the payoff in the payoff. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I still remember, there was this uh, girl I worked with at Jets uh, when Winter Soldier came out. 
the opening weekend, she texted me and was like, did you know Winter Soldier was Bucky? And I go, yeah. I go, yeah. She goes, why didn't you say anything? I was like, because I would have ruined the whole movie for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it would have just been yeah. a complete downer note if you knew that was Bucky. Yeah. Like, I, I got enjoyment out of that movie for other reasons. But you might have not got that same enjoyment. And that was the same thing with Mysterio. I was just like, like she's like, don't trust him. I don't trust him. I was like, you shouldn't. <laughs> and then she was like, I knew it. I go, <laughs> the fact that the villain was, the villains in it were just generic elementals. Is elementals, really yeah. Well, like. I think it was after they fought the uh, the elemental, not the <laughs> not the. Uh, it was one of the, his second meeting with them. Uh, and he was, been... Oh, when he came, we went up on the rooftop, and he was telling them like how oh Nick Fury felt really bad. About oh yeah, to talk to yeah. You. Like Steph just leans over and she's like, "When's the other boot gonna drop?" <laughs> like I was waiting for it. Like she knew it like instantly. I don't even, I don't know if I ever if she knew that Mysterio was a villain or 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 not. Mm -hmm. But uh, they really like played him up as like a really like genuine nice guy. Tell you what, I am bummed about the reference to six one six is just. Yeah, I know. Like, I just killed all of that. I was like, I was so pumped for the multiverse. <laughs> well, that's, good. And that's good for you, John, because uh, you said that the cinematic universe has a different it number than 616. Yeah, its own universe. The cinematic, um, they said it could still, it could still exist. It's it just could, the cinematic number is different. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that I feel like that was just kind of jab at all the, uh, at all the uh, super comic fans. Like, oh my God, they're going to introduce the, the 616 universe. And they're like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Lighten up, Marks. Yeah. <laughs> Marks. But I was, I was, I, after, after I got out and calmed down, <laughs> worked yourself into a shoot, yourself. I, uh, I got, I, I was like, wow, man. So the whole multiverse 616 thing was just kind of a gimmick. Like, yeah, that was part of the story. Like the Mandarin, but on a universal scale. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and it was like, oh, well, that's kind of a bummer. But you know what? The rest of the movie really made up for me. Like, that's that's a okay. bummer. Con. Is oh. the, uh, the molten man build a figure is just a hologram. Yeah, no. <laughs> but it, it, it did explain to me what those weird things coming out of the the arm. Yeah, the, right. the yeah, was. yeah. 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 I liked uh, Flash when he's reading off the web about the Hydro Man. You know? yeah. He's like dropping the knowledge on it. Oh, it could be the you know. Yeah. It's like ah, hey, there it is. <laughs> also loved when they're all doing the toast and it goes to each person basically, uh, and then it's yeah. like pull back from one of the movies, pull back from another movie, and it's like oh, the whole crew that got pissed at Tony. Yeah, yep. hey, was, who would have, just a lifetime of being a dick coming back yep. to haunt him yet again. I was uh, even in death. I was telling John when we got out, like that's the great thing about Iron Man is that all of his villains are kind of stemmed very close to him. And his choices and all this other stuff like that. Uh, and they really hadn't done that for quite a few movies now. To see that return even after his death was I was like, Damn, all right, cool, there we go. Like you're still seeing the the wave that uh was Tony Stark. It was uh very fun to see them kind of juggling with this, you know, what do we do now? Like we don't even really have an Avengers, like mm -hmm. you know, even Nick Nick Fury. He says it at one point where he's like, says, you know, he doesn't have anything. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's no intelligence. There's no nothing. And they're almost like they're basically running out of a, you know, cave. How did Tony do this? Everyone's kind of jocking for like, okay, like, what do we do now? Like without an Avengers yeah. type of thing. And Mysterio wants to be that. And Spider-Man, they want Spider-Man. Spider-Man's like, I don't want that, man. <laughs> I don't want that responsibility. Yeah, right. Did you guys see in, in the beginning at the, when the, the water elemental comes up? One of the one of the guys, the guy who was the bus driver in the UK, I believe it was him. He's standing right there while Peter and MJ are walking or running by. And it's so out of left field when you're watching it originally. You probably might not have caught it because there's so much chaos. It. But like he just stares at him, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like that. Yeah. That come on, I'm like, yeah. okay, this is this go, is like I, I still have to see it again. So. This is where you'll notice, like that dude just like just stares at him, like, uh -huh. all right, something's fucking up. It's not just mysterious. Are you talking, it's, it's right before they're approached uh, with the the guy. It might have been the rose. rose. Yes. Yeah. 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 So they, there's a guy that they walk past. Oh and yeah. The camera is like perfect. 
perfectly placed. You see him turn around and look at them. And like, I caught it too. And I was just like, what was that about? Yeah. That's what I, I was like. Some extra was trying to get. Him to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, I just totally never connected to it. I didn't yeah. know it was hit that guy. Yeah. That's, like, uh, oh shit. There he is. Fun. We talked about uh, that whole like Mysterio fight scene. And I wasn't, I mean, you know, I had a good time with the movie up to that, but to me, the movie didn't even really take off until that fight scene. Like, I, I agree. Like to me, I felt like it was like kind of like it wasn't slow or anything. Like I, like I said, I didn't hate it, but it was just kind of like, oh, you know, this is fine. Yeah, this I was kind of getting the same vibe I was getting from Captain Marvel up until that point. And then, you know, once that like first fight kicked in, I was like, OK, now we're <laughs> now we're cooking with with steam here. And uh, now we're cooking with illusions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, OK, this is, you know, that's when it really, you know, yeah, perfect took off for me. Perfect. Like I laughed. I had fun and, and stuff, but that fight scene to me was like when the, when I really was having fun with the movie. I think uh, all the stuff that you guys hated at the beginning is something that I miss with Homecoming. It's all that little side note crap that deals with the Peter Parker character, less with the Spider-Man character and Peter just trying to have a normal life. Um, that's the stuff I liked about Spider-Man and the comics is the factor that he's trying to really mm -hmm. juggle both of them because he doesn't want to give up either one of them. Well, yeah, I, I like that they started hinting at that, um, you know, that whole like price of duality. Like they even have like mm -hmm. the scene in the opera house where like he's like, oh, I could go sit with MJ, but yeah, I don't know, I'm going to go, I got to go do this. Like I got the poops. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that. But at the same time, there is a part of me because they have tried to differentiate themselves so much from the Spider-Man movies before. Mm-hmm that it, there's a point where it's almost like, oh, I don't want to do this again. Yeah, yeah. I'm very it's tired. Like, it, it's, like my, it's like the feeling I had when I was watching Batman v Superman and we had to see fucking Bruce Wayne's parents die again. Yeah, like, really? Yeah. Do we yeah, have to see this fucking again? Like, <laughs> we all know. Not a person in this theater does not know why he's Batman. Do we have to sit through it again? It's just kind of the same. Uh, like, we know he struggles in this. And that and that, but, uh, but at the same time, like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a pivotal arc for the character. That's been explained like, uh, six times but now. But you take that away. You take something away from <laughs> Spider-Man. Man. Did I, you? Don't, I don't necessarily agree. I mean, uh, Maximum Carnage is one of the most famous Spider-Man story arcs. It almost entirely dealed with uh, Spider-Man in his costume. Well, that was a massive, like, like pivotal story arc. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you go and you read, like, long-term Spider-Man and not just an event series. It deals with both of them. There's that. nothing but event series is nowadays. Well, I'm not talking about nowadays. I'm talking about in general. Like, if you go back, huh. some of the biggest pivotal things, Mary Jane and Peter Parker getting married. Then them undoing it. And then the... <laughs> and then them doing it again. <laughs> Anyways, did you guys like Ultimate Spider-Man at all or no? No, not really. Uh, no, no. Okay. Really. Did you? No. No, oh, I, hated, right. I hated Ultimate Spider-Man. I didn't really. Oh, you MJ, MJ is a werewolf oh, cracked God. me up, but I thought most of the representations of the characters were bad. I was reading. I enjoyed Ultimate Spider-Man up to a point. Mm -hmm. I think when they introduced Venom and I was like the whole like how they changed everything. There was just a part of me. I was just like done. I was like, I don't, I don't like this. I'm not going to read it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I stopped reading after Green Goblin became a giant monster. Oh, the monster. Yeah, monster Green Goblin. And I was like, eh, nah, now nah, I'm good. And then I read again at, at Venom and I said, nah, nope, nope, I'm good. I mean, but I do, I did find a certain bit of uh, charm and innocence, especially be, with the scenes of like Peter and MJ and stuff like that. Like you said, there was like awkward you know, there's a party. I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. You know, this is this is fine. <laughs> oh yeah. But like I said, like I was there was up at like there really wasn't. I mean, I guess there was kind of a lot of action. I guess when you think about it, yeah. But I don't know, like the mysterious. Maybe it was just because they waited so long to reveal him as that the villain. He was the bad guy. Yeah. I thought they spent a good amount. That was one of the things I liked. They kept him being the hero in it. As, you know, him being the villain in it, a secret for so long. I thought it was a bait and switch villain story that was actually done right. I I agree because. 
you got to tread very, you know, thin water with stuff like that. Or else you end up with Iron Man 3. Well, I was going to say almost even like Iron Man 1. Yeah. In a sense where like to a lot of people, like I know, uh, you know, talking with my cousin, stuff like that, like he doesn't like Iron Man, the first one. And really? he feels, yeah, yeah, he feels like the, the switch of Obadiah Stane almost comes out of nowhere. Like it was because he's like, like really heavily throughout the entire movie. Yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> it's, it's pretty prominent. I don't think it is. I think that he's just very like, oh, I'm Obadiah Stane. And then suddenly he's like. Oh, yeah, by the way, I was trying to fucking kill Iron Man. <laughs> well, I mean, like the fact that, you know, he's constantly being brushed aside by Tony. You can tell he's being annoyed by it. Yeah. He's the only other character that has as much, nearly as much screen time. <laughs> he's on the poster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think they really tried to hide him, I guess, as the villain. Yeah. Maybe, like a Mandarin. Know. Yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. That Ethan Hawke as the villain. What? That wasn't Ethan Hawke. Who oh. was it? What was his name? That Ethan Hawke. Thank you. I mixed it it's up. It's not Ethan Hawke. It's Heath and Hawke. That was it. <laughs> What's the name of the main villain now? I can't remember. Number Sir one. Ben Kingsley. Damn it. You're killing me, John. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Don't you worry. Thank you. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. That's what I was Wrong. Wrong. Actor from the same time period. That was it. Gattaca. <laughs> but like, yeah. Uh, I hate you all. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Like, we live in this uh, zero to ten society now where, yeah. like, if something doesn't absolutely blow your socks off, people think you're saying it sucks. Yeah, I feel like, like I'm being oh, personally yeah. attacked right now. I, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I, are. like I said, like, I'm not saying, like, I hated up your skin. It. I'm not saying I hated it at all. I'm just saying, like, it didn't take off for me until the fight. And, like, and to me, it was, like, you know, up to par, maybe a little better than uh, Homecoming. Well, that's the great thing about having four different views on it, right? Like, yeah, they can end four friendships. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're like Jeff the and Tony ones very quick. Yeah. How very, many very elementals quick. were in this? Uh, uh, five, five, five. Technically, Earth, yeah, Wind, yeah. Fire, Water, and Heart. Oh, I love Earth, Wind, Fire. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> um, I would say you know the thing with Jeff poking at my button is like Spider Man for me is kind of the the underlying Batman for you. It's it's very kind of like a enwebbed into. Hey! <laughs> I didn't even mean that. And webbed into uh, you know how I grew up and everything like that. So when somebody insults Spider-Man Spider and something that is a completely underlying tone to who Spider-Man is, I don't remember insulting Spider-Man. I'm a did. big Spider-Man fan. You insulted him big time. Oh damn it! Eat a trisket. <laughs> it's just it's one of those things where Marvel has done a good job at separating themselves from the Raimi stuff, like skipping over the origin. Fantastic, getting hot Aunt May. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. not as hot as the last one, but uh, or the first one. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> funny she gets yeah younger, yeah younger. So does Spider Man too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I still, I still think Tom Holland, as far as live action Spider Man goes, is the best Spider Man. Yeah, because I do. Because he actually I looks really like, like a uh, teenager. Yeah. yeah. Even though he's twenty two now, probably. I don't. Well, it's been a couple yeah. of years since the first Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. He's in uh, um, a different movie, and I'm like, what's Spider Man doing in that movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's got another one uh, coming out with another Avenger. I don't remember who it was now. Uh, there's one about Tesla. Tesla, yeah, yeah that's yeah, the one. Uh, yeah. saying, Tesla and Edison and um, Westinghouse actually, or whatever. You know, it's funny. You know who's all in that? Is uh, Doctor Strange. Yes. Spider Man. Zod. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. Uh, Nicholas Holt Beast. <laughs> so it's just a. I just see actors as the comic book yeah, characters that's, that's they portray. Yeah. Oh, you got your Beast, you got your Zod, you got your Spider Man. Yeah. Um, Beast. Is I feel like Tom, Tom Holland yeah. has really like kind of come into the character even more. Like all my doubts I kind of had with him at the very beginning are kind of flushed away now. Like I'm like, oh, okay, I was. Like, I mean, I was sold on him with Civil War. Like just a little bit of time he was in there, I was like, same here. Yeah, and so was Steph. And here's War the thing: too. Steph loved. 
uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. She was never a big Tobey Maguire fan. Who is? Uh, <laughs> a lot of people. Me? But she, <laughs> like, she just generally really liked Andrew Garfield as an actor. So she's like, she did not like the idea of has them she recasting. Hexall, has she seen Hexall Ridge? No. What? But what kind of fan hasn't seen Hexall Ridge? <laughs> she probably just thinks he's cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, right. But That's when why they, I like him. When they announced they were recasting <laughs> Spider-Man, she was like, no. She's like, I don't want it. <laughs> and then all it took was that one scene in Civil War with Tony Stark and she was like, I love him. <laughs> she was like, I... That's something we're kind of grazing over. What, that the UK English actors are taking over American jobs? Oh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> you tell well, John. I was going, Especially on the 4th of July, baby. I was, <laughs> I, was going more, I was going more towards the factor of like how uh, Peter was dealing with the death of Tony Stark and having oh. to basically be thrust into the position of the new Iron Man. Which yeah. is weird. You would think they would pick one someone older? The, yeah, someone <laughs> older who is an actual experienced scientist. I agree. I, I would have to say that I agree, but... I um, did like he the, was the protege. I yeah. did like that they really like in the uh, spoilers. By the way, <laughs> yeah. oh hey, I think if it's, you've been listening to Capalcast, you know yeah, that there's spoilers by now. It so. says it on the fucking title card. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in the in the scene where he's on the plane and he's like he starts going through the suits and like. Happy has this like moment where he's just looking and he realizes like he's yeah. looking at the next. Yeah. And, like I was like, I got goosebumps. Yeah. I, was it. I was like, this is really cool. That whole scene was really awesome um, for me because he's, you know, he's getting the stitches done up by Happy. Then he fucking flips his wig and uh, has this emotional breakdown about how he can't live up to it. And he misses him and et cetera and et cetera. And then Happy does this like, I don't know, for me anyways, I don't know if everybody agrees here. <laughs> but the, the, speech, the speech that Happy gives, I'm like, yeah, like. I wish I had speeches like that growing up. Yeah, he basically yeah. tells him like, "Listen, you're not going to be the next Iron Man." Yeah, man. yeah, it was it was a really good speech. And then he kind of comes in. And he's like, "I need a suit." And the, the fucking back of the jet drops down. And he's like, "Beep beep beep beep." I'm like, "Oh, but like when he this starts, is cool." He starts going through the holograms and doing like the yes. this stuff. Oh, I love Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, all so amazing. I yeah. think in a sense too, um, for the MCU as a whole, this was to signify like a true changing of the guard. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I think it was definitely like a little yeah. on the nose, but it was definitely like a passing. Like everybody's like, oh, Captain Marvel's the next Iron Man. Like, yeah. no, I don't nope. think that's the case. I think it's <laughs> it's Spider Man, and especially because Tom Holland, he's so young. Yeah, he, yeah. and he's still like he's, he said he's like, oh, I'm super on board with playing this for as long as you know. And he's as long gonna, as they pay me a ton of money, yeah, he's yeah. not going to be you know uh, requesting like RDJ money. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah. At least not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Yeah. Exactly. And I love. Here's the thing, and this this happens to me all the fucking time. When drones attack. When drones attack. The new Fox <laughs> special. <laughs> <laughs> Um, eight seven six. Like you see the set photos and stuff of like a new costumes and stuff like that, and even like I was like, even like seeing the trailers, I was like, I'm not really, you know, eh, that suit's all right. But like to me, like Spider Man's, he's blue and red. Like what's mm-hmm. this black and red shit? <laughs> and I love black and red together. I think they're fucking awesome colors. He's a wolf pack fan. Got it up for us. Hell yeah. Woo. Too sweet. Baby. Um, they just first like, kissed if, they, if you guys. Need <laughs> to know. It was awesome. Patreon exclusive. <laughs> but uh, seeing like that black and red suit in action, I don't know what it was, but I was like. Oh man, I really fucking like this. I like it too. Then I got home and I got my phone. And I pulled up the hot toy. I'm like, I think, <laughs> I think Tony and I popped real big when he had the webs come out of the side. Yeah, and like, really? and he had it yeah. his legs too, didn't he? He had it like. Uh, I'm not sure because I was doing one of these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously did. I felt like a kid seriously watching this between that Mysterio, just all the little things that popped me on. Yeah, I was just like. Ooh, <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a fantastic superhero film. Like, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like I said, we're zero to ten society, so I don't want anybody to think I hated the movie because I'm not like sucking its dick. <laughs> but you know what? It's fun, and I'm already sitting here like I think I'm gonna go see this movie again. Like, you know, very few movies I go see a second time, and usually when I do, they're Marvel. It just so happens. Yeah, yeah. funny how it is. Um, the only th- the one thing though, I will say. That really made me like want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> I saw it in the beginning of the movie and I saw it at the end of the movie and the credits. The fucking logo pops up. The fucking Pascal Productions. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, that fucking bitch has her name like all over it. Yeah. All I know. over this shit. I totally agree with you. When that uh, came up, I was like, fucking huh. cunt. I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> I just can't stand that the, lady. Like, she's know. just like the antithesis of like corporate yeah, uh, movie machine. Like, yeah. like, doesn't really give a shit about the character uh-huh. or the properties or anything like that. I mean, just look at the fucking emails. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That she yeah. had, you know? Yeah. And I, like, that was like the one thing where I was like, oh, it makes, makes my stomach turn a little bit. It's the classic case of the executive that fails upward that happens yeah. to be successful yeah, in yeah. herself. So there are some lasting implications. Real quick, before you get serious yeah. on us, anybody okay. catch the holiday? of the classic iron spider suit yeah yeah i marked real real hard for that one too uh now get serious yeah well how serious i don't know i don't don't know um they have a two post-credit scenes Mm -hmm. uh the first one it's it was weird we've never seen this before like picks up right where the movie ends yeah Yeah. man like with him after he's like web swings with by the way once again sony shows the end of the fucking movie in the trailer (laughs) they always do that they show like the last frame of a movie in the trailers yeah (laughs) Uh, but it, Spider-Man gets done uh, web swinging with MJ oh, and that, they land. That was funny. I don't uh, ever want to do yeah. that again. Because <laughs> that would be horrifying. I, de- I yeah, love really. that they took that in the reality of it. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, like, I never realized how scary that would be. It would be frightening. I'd be yeah. like, oh my God. Like you think like anytime you've seen like Kirsten Dunst, like with, with them, she's yeah. just like, <laughs> That's because that Spider-Man wasn't real. <laughs> 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 you can never unsee it no. when you see it, man. Um, but he he lands, and there's a late breaking news. Oh God, I was dying. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> With the J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was so amazing. Dude, yeah, really. our theater popped big time. Yeah. On that. Oh like, yeah, I and mean, they had the yeah. Infowars type. Of- oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly yes. what said. Yep. Oh man, it was awesome. Oh, I let out I'm a big, big girly about it. S- squeal when that happened. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like he popped up on the thing. I go. Yeah, I, I, I think we were in unison, man. I went, oh, minus his uh, trademark haircut. Yeah. But uh, he basically, is, so begins the Spider-Man public menace. enemy. Yeah, yeah was, man. Oh. Hero or menace. <laughs> when they uh, show doctored footage from Mysterio. Yeah. I loved it. Holy yeah, shit. That's that so great. Good. Like at the end of the Mysterio fight, you see, uh, what's his name? Uh, Henchman. Uh, he like, has him unloaded. Number yeah. eight. Um, he, yeah, he unloads this hard drive from the, the drone computer that he's using. And I'm like, what the hell is all that about? And then, like, you see it at the end of this doctored footage of, like, oh, my God, the doctored footage of Mysterio, like, making it look like Parker was the one controlling all the drones. And then he he exposes who Spider-Man is and mm-hmm. tells the world who his real name. And I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so does a what the? F- yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, man, this is a this is huge. Especially they'll have to, to retcon it with a, a Secret Wars a couple years from now. <laughs> <laughs> or have one 
more day or, you know, I'm, you know, I'm very, you know, what's weird is like halfway through the movie at one point, like he's sitting in the bar with his mask off and there's all these people around. I'm like, that was his night monkey suit though. <laughs> and I'm like, do they just not give a shit about like secret? No, identity? they were just all no. holograms. Oh, yeah. Most of them were holograms and the rest were con yeah. artists. Yeah. Do you know one of the, the, the computer dude was uh, Ralphie from A Christmas Story? Yes, I did. I was blown away. I was blown Actually, away I when I thought But I didn't like really think about it. The fact that that he was I feel back. like we've talked about that. Is that canon that? though? Is it like a, he's the same character? Yes. He's oh, definitely no. the same he's, character. He's taking a turn he's for the dark up. side. Yeah. <laughs> and he, sh he perfectly, he shaves his head to look that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, and he's an elf. But yeah, now I'm like, well, mm -hmm. shit, what are they going to do about, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Spider-Man's secret identity now? Like, how are they going to handle this in future installments and what are the implications of civil it? war two yeah. oh i wasn't a, i wasn't a big fan of them revealing a secret identity it's never I feel like it's a good idea early. yeah he just cemented having a relationship with mj like finally <laughs> I was like, jesus christ <laughs> finally <laughs> but yeah that uh, other than that Je um, jeff did you have any younger romances never never okay. yeah plenty oh did wait you did yeah back oh. when i was homeschooled wait, what <laughs> <laughs> oh, Spider-Man homeschooling. <laughs> That's how they're going to handle the exposure of his uh of his secret identity. He's just homeschooled now. Um, <laughs> then there's a a, sec a second uh, post-credit scene which this one really had my head scratching. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh for, you know, you go to Nick Fury and uh Maria Hill driving in the car, and then Maria turns into a scroll, mm -hmm. and then Nick turns into a scroll. Mm -hmm. And at first I'm like, oh shit, secret invasion. Right, yeah, it's right. the same yeah. thing. <laughs> and then like you find out it's just Talos and yeah. you know, yeah. his wife, and I'm like, well, what the fuck's going yeah, on here? Which uh, I don't know if it has to be pointed out, but it almost feels like uh maybe they didn't find another planet to mm -hmm. go kick it on. And like he's just like, oh, we should call him and you know, let him know. And they're like, hey, we got the sunglasses to him, and then like it, things kind of got away from us. <laughs> but, but it came back. But it came back, and then you see Fury's on a spaceship. Yeah, with no, a bunch yeah, of yeah. Other, and a holographic beach scrolls. on a spaceship yeah. with a bunch of other scrolls, and there's humans on there too, right? So, like, was that supposed to get us excited, or just left us feeling confused? It left me feeling confused. I was I confused wasn't, and excited. Yeah, actually, so. I, I was not particularly excited. I was like, I, I feel like I'd like jump the shark vibes from that. I I had like uh, I was just, like you, like I was just like okay, oh, but what does it mean? Yeah, like, what's it all mean, Basil? There wasn't anything that to tell you like where this is going or why this is important. It's just here's Nick Fury on his ship with scrolls. It's like, and apparently the Avengers are in space because they're like, you know, they they talked about how you know they it didn't make sense how the Avengers weren't on the you know around at the time. Mm -hmm. So apparently they're in space doing something. But it was what like, Avengers? There's nobody left. That's true. <laughs> Let's see. There's there's Gimp Arm Hulk and uh, <laughs> Falcon. Yeah, Hawkeye. Bucky. Sure. Well, Bucky sure and Falcon Bucky really will be doing a uh, Bucky TV Cop series, movie. so that might yeah. not end up. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I just there's one more Thor. Thor's he's, he's, he's off world. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's kicking yeah. with the Guardians, but he's still an Avenger. Well, yeah, but. None of them are on the planet. There aren't very many of them on the planet. I thought right. we were just. I thought we were just listing off the ones that were left. <laughs> <laughs> I was listing off like what Avengers are thinking of, like as far as what what semblance of a team of Avengers do we even have? Yeah, because yeah, right now there's nothing. Ant Man, Wasp, mm -hmm. that I, even. I, but um, they they weren't technically no. knighted. Black Panther. That's true. The only true knighted one was. Thor, Spider Man. I mean, in all sense of the, matter. I don't know if that's how somebody <laughs> becomes an Avenger. Is by it is, yes, it is. <laughs> but yeah, like there's a whole ceremony, Marvel knighting. As far as <laughs> official team like members go, there's like there's nobody. Yeah, it's all it's all it's all the shit disassembled. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> I was uh, I was I will say one gripe is I thought the whole Mysterio ordeal and him getting into the Avengers was going to play. And this is me being a fanboy play into a dark Avengers storyline. Oh. I was here's the thing, though. I was bummed that they even killed him. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I yeah, was, me too. I kind of sat there the whole time and said, is he dead? There's because there is, there it's is, fucking Mysterio. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there yeah. is wiggle, there is wiggle room, I think. I mean, but I don't know. Maybe Jake Gyllenhaal was just like, listen, I'll do this. But I'm just like one and done uh, because we saw a clip from an interview. Steph showed me it was really awkward. The interviewer asked, it's Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal. And they ask, like, oh, what is your favorite Marvel movie? And there's, like, this awkward pause. And it's Tom Holland's like, so Ragnar's really good. And Jake Gyllenhaal's just like, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't even seem like he's making a joke. He's just like, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one was really good. And I'm like, I don't think he even fucking watches these movies. Right. <laughs> like, I think he was just in this one for the paycheck. Like, I wonder if done. he was approached or not. I don't um, know. Yeah, right. Maybe he's, they've been, they've, he's one of those people they've tried to get continuously. Oh, yeah. And he okay. finally said, yeah. Yeah. Well, can't blame him if he's approached. And I thought, I thought as far as though, like the post post credits, like I liked the Jameson one. It has a lot of implications. And like, I'm not totally on board with his identity being revealed completely public, but I trust that they'll handle it in a, a good way. Better than the comics, hopefully. Um, with the Civil I, War I just, thing. I hope they don't handle it like yeah. uh, they did with the Aunt May thing, where it's just like, and eh, she's okay with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, no, no, there's seriously, sh- there's some serious shit that needs to be addressed here. Yeah. But um, like the, the post post credits scene, like I was hoping for something so much more, like a Sinister Six tease or like, I don't want the something i did i do not want them to rush the sinister six because it's it's one of those things that forever in the longest of term years like every fan's like we need a sinister six movie i'm like no you fucking idiots like you need to build up to a sinister six movie you can't just like horse everything in because there's there's no there's no give you don't know any of these characters and then you're gonna bitch later when you know, six characters come into play and none of them get flushed out. So let them flush the characters out, form an actual Sinister Six, and then that way it'll be fucking fantastic. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't saying, like, them have a postcard and, like, and here's your Sinister Six. Like, I just was thinking there would be some kind of, like, hint towards hint that direction. That, like, this is where we're going, kind of like they did with, like, Thanos. Like, I'm not, in the, not on that scale, but just, like, hey, here's a little taste of where we might be going. And then, you know, you can still build to it in a sense that it gets people excited. Um, I just, once again, like, and I, I, I don't know if it's because I saw like, I avoided articles, but I saw article headlines that were like, what the post credit scene in Spider-Man Far From Home means for future implications of the MCU. And I was like, that's a long headline. It was stuff like that. I was like, uh, I was like, oh shit. I was like, this must be something really major. Yeah. And then like, I see it and I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like, what does it mean? What's it all mean? What does it mean? Well, I thought Sony said that they weren't adding like a Sinister Six to the MCU. Like they want to do that on oh, their they own. Wanna, they want to keep it on their own. I mean, that, I know originally they did that with, uh, what was it? Amazing Spider-Man yeah, 2. Yeah. They're like, hey, look, here's all these or six things but then they then they shelved it they shelved that movie yeah because yeah. they it were, was a disappointment yeah so i don't know I don't let's know. uh get to some ratings here okay go around the table oh jeff seems he wants to go first <laughs> so I'm, i i i don't tell a lady no <laughs> Overall, I enjoyed the film. Um, it was a bit of a slow burn. I thought it might have suffered from a couple pacing issues towards the beginning. But once it got rolling, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I like MJ a lot in the movie. I thought her character was really well done. I'm really glad they finally cemented their romance. Um, Mysterio, I thought was really well done. I enjoyed Jake Gyllenhaal a lot. I loved the long con that he was playing. Uh, one thing I thought was odd was uh, why didn't Tony Stark use his uh, fleet of 1,000 killer drones when uh, Thanos was invading the Earth? <laughs> I guess he did, you know, in case he really needed it or something. Uh, or maybe it was just in the mothballs until after he died. I'm not sure how that works. but uh, That or he didn't need them because he had 1,000 Avengers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But uh, besides that, I thought it was a good movie. So overall, I would give it, let's 
see uh, probably 750 dead Europeans out of 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the ratio is on that. 7.5. <laughs> um, let's make it. Let's make it 800 dead okay. Europeans. Nice. So that's an eight. That's okay. a solid eight. Hundred <laughs> dead Europeans out of 1,000. Oh, this is the uh, Kapalkas special guest spot, right? <laughs> you have to always go second. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I loved it. I laughed. I cried. <laughs> I really? webbed. I, no, no, I didn't cry. I shot web. I thought you meant, I, no, I didn't laugh, but I cried. I cried. The whole thing. <laughs> Just remind me too much of my personal life. <laughs> Some older man tried to become friends with me, teach me that I should walk away from stuff. That was me. Yeah, that was Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did enjoy it. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I, I love Spider-Verse more, but uh, just, just by a little bit. And uh, I want more. I want more Spider-Man. So fun. I would give this uh, four and a half out of five elementals. Ooh. <laughs> he, he nixed the Jeff Goldblum rating. Oh, he did. <laughs> I did. I took it. I, I, I wow. did not. Uh, That's how much you know he liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, I was a hard ass mark for this movie. <laughs> um, it hit every single solitary button that a Spider-Man fan could ask for from an amazing villain up until uh, the amazing Spider-Man poses in little moments, like when he jumps out of the top of the bus to take out the drone. Um, the cemented, cemented, cemented <laughs> relationship between him and uh, Mary Jane or MJ. Sorry, yeah, I was gonna say it's not Mary Jane. Sorry, it's Michelle. It's Mich- Michelle. Michelle. Um, was, I, could, I could picture uh, Morbius saying that. Michelle <laughs> <laughs> was uh, was exactly what I wanted. It wasn't severely overdone like uh, the Kirsten Dunst, Tobey Maguire. Um, I don't know if it really kind of came up on my radar as well as the Gwen Stacy Spider-Man romance, but that one's hard because the, the two actors were were already uh, dating. Andrew Garfield yeah, and Emma Stone yeah, were dating, that's, so that's a, yeah. I, that's not fair. Yeah, and no, so I know. Was, and so Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. What the yeah, fuck? no, I don't think they were. I don't, th- I don't think they were actually dating. I think they did I, date. I, I think they were banging. I don't think there was romance in there. Mm. But uh, yeah, so out of let's see, what kind of rating can I give this? I give it a nine point eight. Five out of ten. Is that your highest rating? Nine point eight five out of ten. Really awesome web shooter reveals. <laughs> when he's in Europe and he goes like, oh, like, yes. like Tony Stark essentially, and then the web shooters come up. Um, Have you given a perfect rating before? By the way, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's here. Ever gone? He, he did Spider Man. Oh, yeah, that's right. He that's the only time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the only time you guys have done a perfect Shit. rating before. As a that's because I'm fan. perfect at rating. Well, I already knew that, though. So. <laughs> um, as I said, I thought this was a uh, spectacular, uh, amazing, <laughs> a web of a movie. <laughs> superior. <laughs> it was superior to the Sam Raimi's. Um, no, no, it was it was right on par with. Uh, uh, far from or uh, it's too many homes. Homecoming, homecoming. Could they please homeward bound? Get rid of like the the home thing from the Spider Man titles <laughs> after this. Like it needs to be a homeless Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> with with the bag and the Fantastic Four. Outfit. Oh, the bombastic bag man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I mean I got the same amount of enjoyment out of this than I did Far from Home or fuck Homecoming. <laughs> far from Homecoming. Far from Homecoming. Um, it didn't reinvent the wheel in any way. Uh, and it's so hard now. I think it's gonna be so hard for any movie to give me any sort of feeling that Endgame gave me. You're dead inside? And the fact that <laughs> I can still feel those things on a third viewing, a third viewing like months later after marinating and, and realizing what <laughs> happens and like just dwelling like, oh, you know. Um, and like I said, it didn't take off for me fully until the uh, action scene with Mysterio. I oh, Mysterio, was amazing. I thought Mysterio was a fantastic villain. I really liked Jake Gyllenhaal. I was super bummed that he's dead. 
Like I said, man, it's Mysterio. It's, it's yeah, up you in never the know. Air. You never, you never know. know. Um, and like I said, I found the Peter MJ relationship very charming, very uh, enjoyable. A whole cast in general. Mm-hmm. Once again, like Marvel nails it with the cast. Like, when I don't is know. Ned gonna become Hobgoblin? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think ever. <laughs> Why? I'm thinking that a happy will become Hobgoblin. Oh, mm, there we after go. After he gets spurned by uh, Aunt May. Uh, we didn't even talk about Peter Tingle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Peter the, Tingle. The Peter oh, Tingle. The spider awesome. sense. Anyways, keep going, Mike. Um, but no, I mean, it was it was a it was a fun, fine movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, definitely top tier Spider-Man movies. I'm not going to sit here and rate them all because I haven't had time to think about it. And I'm going to go ahead and give Spider-Man uh, Far From Home seven out of ten zombie Iron Man. <laughs> Ooh. Man, that part was so wicked. That was oh, so yeah. awesome. Zombie. Hot Toys, if you're listening. Oh, man. Toy Fair, Toy Fair exclusive. <laughs> no, not a toy. Just release it normally, please. <laughs> zombie Iron Man. Do it. That was so fucking cool. Or else we'll oh. haunt you with our corpses. Oh. <laughs> I think that'll do it. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. you got to answer some fan questions. Oh, I, this is right. Yeah. Yeah. It's we not have, over we yet. Have fans. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. We have top fans. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My one? No, because I can't comment. Is anything else but Kapow cast? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So these these all three are from Jeremy Brown, one of our Patreons. What is your favorite Batman arc slash story in the comics? I think Mike has said his multiple times. Mike. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hush is up there for me. Um, I really liked uh, Death in the, in the Family, too. Not the Death of the Family, Death in the Family. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Todd? Yeah. Uh, I know some people might go to Nightfall. Uh, I really don't like Nightfall that much. Mm. I think it's kind of, I don't know. <laughs> uh, trying to think what other... I See, here's the thing. I don't know if Batman... I mean, Batman has some good arcs, but most of Batman's great stories are... Elseworlds. Or like graphic and, yeah. novel yeah, type right, stuff. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Uh, Dark Knight Returns, I know, done to death. Well, uh, that was originally considered canon, so... Dark Victory, like, Long Halloween, stuff like that. Yeah. Jeff? Well, he took the words out of my mouth. I would have picked the Long Halloween. <laughs> That's the noise he made when he took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> um, the Killing Joke was originally considered canon for a while, too. It's still yeah. semi-canon because, you know, Oracle's still in a wheelchair, and then yeah. I'm not sure if she is in the current continuity. No, uh, well, in the New 52, Barbara had some yeah. experimental thing where she repaired her spine, so she became, she became Batgirl again. Oh, good for her. I'm glad her uh, legs uh, firmed up really quick. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like like Mike said, most of the stuff I've read with Batman has been uh, either Elseworlds or, you know, just stuff that's not currently considered in continuity. Year one. Yeah, year one. I love year <laughs> one. So good. John. Oh, man. Who's uh, Batman? <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Batman the Animated Series. That's the best. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite. Batman. <laughs> no, uh, Batman, the uh, live action series mm-hmm. right there. Uh, what was it? The Night of the Vowels? I think Court yeah, of the Owls. Court of, that's a, Court of the yeah, that's, that's that a is still one. a really good. Like even yeah. though, like I feel like there's this connotation where, like, if you say something new, where people are like, "You're not a true fan. You just know the most." Like, yeah, I don't think you need to close your mind off to the new stuff. Like, Court of Owls was really good. Mm-hmm. I think actually, if you still try to buy single issues of that, it's really expensive. So I'm not. It was surprised. something. It was something brand new to Batman because for a while there, besides like you had at some point, Batman was kind of facing the same thing as uh, dare I say even Wolverine in the mid 2000s, where it was like. Batman was in everyone's book, had like five different titles. Yeah, he was in a bunch of different teams. And and yeah, it was just like, oh my God. And so a lot of it was forgetful. You know, I loved Grant Morrison with Batman and Robin, but I don't consider that like my favorite arc or anything like that. What really made me go, wow, again, like I felt reading some of the old stuff was uh, Court of the Owls. Hell yeah. Oh, I changed my mind. All-Star Batman and Robin. Yes, yeah. I thought about that too. I thought That's about that one. too. What are you, dense? Are you retarded or something? I'm the goddamn <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Most quoted line in Batman history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. seriously. When, when uh, 
I'm Batman. Robin painting the whole room <laughs> yellow yeah, and yeah. himself. Batman's drinking lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Green Lantern is yeah. seething. Mm, delicious lemonade. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. I mean, can so you consider over the that top. an arc? It never really got finished, though. So It's, oh, it it's still in progress. According yeah. to Jim Lee, it'll get done. <laughs> yeah. Who is your favorite current comic artist and writer? What about you, Tony? You didn't answer. Oh, I, I was reading the questions. I didn't have <laughs> you have that. to answer the questions if you're reading right, them. Fine. I'm, not, I'm just a guest and I'm answering the questions. <laughs> <laughs> no man's land. Easy. Hell yeah. You see almost 90% of the rogues. So. Easy peasy. Lemon squeeze. And, and he's a, a big fan of the ga- rogues gallery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's your favorite current comic artist and writer? This is a hard one for me. Uh, Greg Capullo's really struck me as somebody, especially after reading uh, Last Night on Earth. Mm-hmm. And he also did the, the, the fucking and Court of yeah. Owls stuff. He's done mm-hmm. too. He's, yeah. Him and Snyder are the tag team. Yeah, they are, man. What a tag team. They're like the fucking uh, road warriors of comic book artists. <laughs> what a rush. <laughs> I did. Are you thinking still, Jeff? I mean, I no, can, I got it. Okay. Um, Jim Brubaker is probably my favorite Ed. current writer. That's what I said. Jim Brubaker is the uh, comedian, isn't he? <laughs> Jim yeah, Brewer. So. Jim Brewer. Damn it. <laughs> adding zero. You son of a bitch. You stole mine. <laughs> yeah. I was going to be like, hey, easy. Boom. Yeah. I'll, I'll switch it up then. No, no, no. No, no. no, 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 no. I was going to no. say uh, it was either him or Grant Morrison. Yeah, man. I love them both for very different reasons. One's so down to earth and really good at street level. And the other one's just super out there and bizarre. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite artist currently, probably... Frank quietly. I like him a lot. I really, uh, his art is just so distinct and strange and it all looks like it's in with like little squiggles, but it works really well with comics like, uh, all-star Superman. I love yes, that. Yeah. I was going to say, if that was the question, if Superman was that question, all-star oh, Superman would have yeah. been my favorite Just art. totally reinvented Silver Age Superman. Yeah, it was sweet. Reinterpreted it. Yeah. What about you? I do uh, extremely like Ed Brubaker a lot. And, uh, I think him and Sean Phillips, the team, team of those two is really great. Hell yeah. Uh, I also think uh, Alex Maleev is a terrific artist and seeing his stuff just is always jaw dropping. I do like uh, the team up of Bendis and him as well. But yeah, right now, Brewbreaker as my writer and Alex Maleev as my artist. I think I'm going to have to agree with Mike for most of the most <clears throat> for the most part, like Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo are a are, are strong tag team. So. When I see their um, their names on the covers, it's almost a guaranteed grab for me. Yeah, right. So I would go with that for sure. That's how I feel about Phillips and Brewbreaker. Anytime I see them, yeah, it's like okay, yeah, you know you're man, gonna get you're gonna I get a good love, combo. They've never done anything wrong that I've read. Yeah, right. You know though, like with uh, Greg Capullo, you know you're a solid artist when DC does a whole like action figure line. Yes, yeah, oh, yeah. seriously, yeah. man. Like they did it with Jim Lee. Uh, they did it with him. But then again, they also did it with Jay Lee too. I'm not a big Jay Lee. Fan. I think Jay Lee's are kind of looks like dicks <laughs> <laughs> i just say no everyone looks like everyone looks asian everyone looks like they Not have like anything wrong with that <laughs> there is no uh no it's just weird like everything has this weird like asiatic pearl of the orient vibe to it <laughs> and then everyone also has like a shaded upper lip to where yeah. it's like kim possible or something they all look like they have mustaches <laughs> ron possible <laughs> Ron, stop. I, I, I like this next question. Do you think that inkers get the credit they deserve? No. No. I think, they get, no, no, I think they get too much credit. What? <laughs> you, you, you totally were like uh, big on, what was it? Um, not mall rats. Was it ch- chasing Amy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tracers. Yeah. <laughs> fucking tracers, yep. But I'm no, chasing uh, chocolate around your dead fucking body. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a single famous inker, so probably. That's, yeah. That can really make or break a comic, too. Oh, for sure. It's funny, because yeah, that's one of the most important things. It's like, the inking and the coloring um like a lot of the a lot of the people who do the pencils can i don't know if a lot of them but i know like jim lee like he can ink too and mm-hmm. stuff like that and a lot of times the drawings aren't even brought to life until they're inked yeah and a lot of times the inkers will bring out the shading and the mm-hmm. depth and 
just make everything pop. But like I mean, you said, you you think of famous people in comics, you you don't yeah you, you can't name an inker. Inks. Yeah, you're not like oh so and so on inks. Like I think even if you like look in like a book, a lot of times like they put the the artist and the writer right on top, and then like if you open the back cover, then you can see like and inked by yeah, yeah. and it'll be right next to like the letterer. Yeah. You know? yeah, I mean uh, if you guys can think of some good uh, inkers, I'm sure know. there's somebody listening right now like you fucks what up. <laughs> Well, that's why we asked. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, this is another really good one. This is why Jeremy's getting all of his answered. What sets you guys apart from the millions of people doing toy reviews and unboxing videos? We are 100% nude. <laughs> yep. I'm naked the entire time. You none, can't see it. None of us are wearing pants. Yep. Uh, <laughs> with like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a good valid question. Yeah. It's a, uh, um, saturated market. Yeah, it really is. Like search volume is low and there's a lot of competition, a lot of competition, a lot of people who've been doing it since the early years of YouTube that have, you know, massive followings. And we talked about a little bit before we started recording where you can't, you have to get these reviews out. Like it's almost like a competition of who can get them out quicker. Yeah. Um, and I think what we're going to do, because if you look at toy reviews and I know Jeremy says he doesn't really, doesn't really watch them, Mm -hmm. but if you look at them, 75% 75% of them are Marvel Legends. Yeah. Actually, no, I would say like 40% Marvel Legends, 40% Hot Toys, and then like everything else is the remaining like 20% right. mm-hmm. or so. Yeah. So you're going to start doing like old school, like X-Men. Yeah. Toy biz. Toy biz. Old toy biz. Fuck yeah, man. I got a whole treasure chest full of them. And there's even, there's even channels I've seen that do do that. They'll do like vintage lookbacks, like, or like throwback Thursday stuff. Oh, that's And they'll look back like, or they'll have like a whole like series on like, um, old toys. Yeah. Or like a toy galaxy. Toy galaxy. That's that guy. I love those guys. He has like an encyclopedic knowledge of shit that just doesn't even. Wonder Red He-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, like the Bigfoot cryptid action figures that may or may not have really existed and fascinating but i know we've um and this is in part because of you tony we've delved into like some of the NECA stuff mm-hmm. and i don't see a lot of a whole ton of love for NECA reviews out there i agree completely like they're bigger releases you see like their ninja turtle stuff you see yeah uh stuff like that but like there isn't like a huge like NECA reviewing area i think not like Marvel Legends or anything like that. I don't think we've quite found yet what is going to make like you different. Yeah. Make us I don't different. know. I, don't, I like I the yuck yucks. I think yeah, the jokes is what makes. That's why I think podcast does so well. I know there's jokes on other podcasts and whatnot, and the it's always chemistry, right? That's the big yeah. thing. As long as there's good chemistry between the people, that's what makes people want to listen. It's just trying to convince people that this is the show you want to listen to. Yeah. And where I see with some of the toy hunts and stuff like that or some of the uh, action figure reviews, I don't see so much of the comedy stuff. Whereas I think here it fits perfectly. And uh, I know you get it more kind of on the toy hunts and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, like that last great one from Walgreens. But <laughs> I don't know. I think that's the I unlike partially. that one. <laughs> I wasn't in it. You weren't in it. So. <laughs> Just um, like. And I think uh, like right, like I said, like for the toy reviews, we're definitely like getting our early footing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like. Right now, it's like still trying to find something that will uh, set it apart. And uh, just like you're starting a podcast, right? Yeah. That's no one says listen to our first episode. It's just that's oh, how it goes. You know? Right. And so I don't mean to like plug other people's shit that are more well off than us. <laughs> but like when we started Kapowcast, we like, or me, like in general, like my wow. plan. No, no, no. <laughs> my, <laughs> my plan was like, I really liked the uh, Weekly Planet, like the Mr. Sunday Movies Mm -hmm. podcast. Like that's what I listened to. And I was like, I could sit here and talk about shit I like. 
And so like the format to that was kind of what made me go, oh, so this is how it's going to be. And it's kind of the same thing with the toy reviews where I watch a lot of like Shardimus Prime stuff and he has like a set way that he does things like in the order. Mm-hmm. And right now the way I do it, it's kind of following that. But it is, as I get more comfortable or this or that, I'm sure it'll start to like branch off into its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, you'll find what its works. Its own thing. And yeah. I think everybody does that. They'll pick and choose like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm going to take from this guy and then I'm going to take from this guy and maybe try this, do, do this different. And then you get your own. Just explained literature. Yes. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, there's, well, I mean, there's a lot. Uh, a lot of it is the factor of just finding your footing and finding your. Uh, this is going to sound weird to people that haven't done it, but finding your persona in front of a camera. It's a lot different talking to a camera than it is like talking to an individual person or a microphone, even. right? Yeah, or even right. a microphone. Like, um, I remember watching a video. God, this feels so long. Um, <laughs> watching a video of a guy at a, at a comic con, and he was going around like looking at there was like new Hot Toys reviews or new Hot Toys revealed. And he came across uh, one other YouTube reviewer, Sean Long. And yeah. like, he just started talking to him. And like the way two people talk is a lot different than how somebody talks when they're recording this. Like yeah. how I talk right now, that's not how I talk in real life. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of that. I mean, with Jeff and Mike, Jeff and Mike are just now starting to dabble into the YouTube side of it. I mean, last year I started doing uh Freaking the trailer, trailer reactions. reactions, yeah. Why haven't we gotten a new one of those? I meant to ask you that yesterday. Uh, I'm still healing from the Alita hate. Oh, dude, that was the best, though. <laughs> Take that, you Baka Gaijin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Jeff posted it to a forum. He's hell like, yeah. this me, and my, me and my army of Russian bots. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's got over 500 hits. So. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, it's a, right now you're seeing the, the the early stages of the growth of what Kapowcast is on the YouTube venture. So currently, I agree with Mike. Like currently, a lot of it is the factor that there really isn't much setting us apart from the competition. In a sense, um, it's when we get together or we find that kind of magic, magic, or you know, being comfortable doing it that our personas start to come out. But currently, as it says, we're sitting there going, "Okay, you got to remember to say this and mm-hmm. remember to do that and remember that." you know you know push that and it's a lot of that so i would encourage everybody to watch the growth there you go you could you could even see a little bit now i do it constantly where i go back and i watch the first one of something and then watch the newer one yeah and it's like okay you can see growth already so yeah so i guess that'll do it it for this week's episode uh be sure to (laughs) i'm getting there Be sure to tune in every week as we have Patreon going up on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network. Oh, thank you. Where you can find our show and tons of other great shows featuring John and Jeff, like the uh, Accidental Wrestling Fan. Hell yeah, great stuff mm-hmm. from you, beautiful chaps. Thank you, um, chapped asses. Mm-hmm. Yes, he um, knows yes, that we were chaps, man. We mm-hmm. do have a Patreon account, and thank you to our continuous monthly donors who continue to support this. This whatever this is. Um, this descent into this madness. Descent into madness. <laughs> uh, Angel Doty, Janelle Kozlowski, Jeremy Brown, Charlie Robbins, and Smitty. You are like Tony said. You are our bosses. So essentially, yeah. like you guys can ask us to do something, and we kind of have to listen. I might have just set ourselves up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, uh, finally, getting that tasteful nudity calendar. <laughs> yeah. We have an HR department, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's a, and we have a lawyer. It's Jeff. <laughs> Jeff is the HR Jeff, department. That's it. The role I was born for. <laughs> Um, we also have uh, <laughs> t-shirts available over on tpublic.com this much is a special spider-man inspired spider spired spider spidered uh <laughs> t-shirt that'll be available now until the end of the month time oh the month so uh hop on over to tpublic and get that and 
these fine guys will set us up with that jingle. Hell yeah. T.P.U.B. slash L.I.C. slash Pod Bros. We have a YouTube. Our YouTube yeah, that we yeah, talked yeah. about, so which uh, has been growing by leaps and bounds. Hell yeah. We, and, you know, I appreciate everybody that's helping us find our footing and enjoying content while we do so. Uh, we also have a Gmail account, Kapowcast Podcast over at gmail.com, along with a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Big announcement. Oh, Instagram Ooh. broke 2,000. No followers. way. Hell Congrats, yeah. man. So, uh, <laughs> so as promised, we, we will be doing a giveaway. Yeah. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, it's probably a good idea to go follow us on Instagram. If you want to win something, if you, if you want to live, if you want to live while having an Instagram. Also, there's exclusive content that can only be found on Instagram. Same thing with YouTube. Same thing with Facebook. Ooh. So you got to get it. Got to get it out at all. Same thing with fun. our email. If you email us, we'll give you. It's like a crazy <laughs> build a figure. Yes. <laughs> Down to yep. Yes, it is. And it makes it makes a super elemental made of all the five elements. That's right. Including heart. You can also find the show on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Many episodes on iHeartRadio. Some episodes on iHeartRadio. They're never going to. I think we did something. <laughs> I feel like we, we did something bad. I don't More know. More like I hate radio. radio. Oh. <laughs> We're um, too busy uh, tending to the radio stations. Shop on Amazon using your link too, right? Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, Entertainment Earth and Twink. And you have a Twink that time. Twink. No, I did. <laughs> has a bunch of, if enamel pins are your thing, they have a bunch of San Diego Comic-Con exclusive pins up on their oh, nice. website to order. They're really cool, a lot of them. They have yeah, this yeah. really sweet X-Men one that has like Magneto's helmet in the middle. And then like there's like a logo for like each character that goes around. It's really, it's, cool. it looks like it's like that big. It looks nice. pretty fucking awesome. They have other exclusives besides. They also that. have uh, Fallout. Mm-hmm. Golden Girl shot glasses. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be awesome, you can buy Jeff the Golden Girl shot glasses using our link. Hell yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's always good to have a reserve set. <laughs> For when I break those. And I think that does it for the plugs. Maybe. And that does it for, for now. <laughs> Until next time, I am Mike. I'm Tony. I am Jeff. King of the Monsters. <laughs> King of the Monsters. <laughs> and I'm John Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that nickname sticks. <laughs> the Beef Incarnate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we'll see you next time on Kapowcast. Kapowcast.